a listener note. All views and opinions expressed in this podcast do not reflect the Walnut Hills chatterbox as a whole, but rather they reflect the opinions of the people who are stating their opinions and the Department of Redundancy Department. Hi, I'm Bobby Keegan. And I'm Owen Cummings. And And this this is the Chattercast. Episode 2, week of October 26th. Today on the Chattercast, we will be talking about what sort of laws the Chatterbox operates under, and later in the episode, we will be taking calls from our fans. But first, here's Brosif Stalin interviewing Halloween movie characters. What up, bros? This is Brosif Stalin, and I'm here interviewing scary Halloween movie characters. My first contestant... What is your name, bro? I am Dracula. That's cool, bro. First question. You got any little bros at home, bro? I have three wives. All at the same time, and they're all at least a thousand years younger than me. You got three wives, but no little bros? That's pretty disappointing, bro. What did you say? Next contestant. <laughs> What's your name, bro? My name is Reddit. Bro, first question. What exactly are you made of? Memes. All of the memes. Think of any meme, and it's part of me. Bro, you're not very interesting. Next contestant. What's your name, bro? That's cool, bro. What do you do for a living, bro? Same, bro. I was interviewing movie characters with Brosif Stalin. Y'all just got broed. So what we're going to do is we're going to give a little bit of education uh, to you guys out there that might not actually know how the Walnut Chatterbox operates or like what standards we operate under. So there are two main ways that a school newspaper can function. They can function as a Tinker publication or a Hazelwood style publication. So basically the difference is there were two different court cases uh, involving student publications the Tinker case was students were prote- protesting the Vietnam War by wearing black armbands, and the school said they couldn't wear them, and the court ruled in favor of the students because it didn't disrupt the school in any way. And then the Hazelwood case favored uh, in favor of, well, the, of the school. Um, so what happened was a school newspaper published the um, an article about divorce and uh, teen pregnancies. And since the school newspaper was like a classroom activity and not a public forum, the um, court decided that yes, the school could censor and prior review the articles that were being put out by that school. So I'm here to tell you what standards the Walnut Hills Chatterbox operates 
under just because I think it's good information for anybody to know if they're like wanting to join someday. So the Walnut Chatterbox operates under Tinker standards. The Tinker standard is schools school officials can uh, if school officials can show that their censorship is based on a reasonable forecast of material and substantial disruption of school activities or an invasion of the rights of others, they can censor the publication. I just want to let you know that this source is the uh, First Amendment rights of public high school journalists after Hazelwood School District versus Kuhlmeyer paper from 2011, uh, Student Press Law Center. So, and it has classroom use is permitted, so this is fine if I say this. So here are some criteria um, to figure out if your student publication is operating under a Tinker or Hazelwood standard. So if the publication can be considered school-sponsored in that the school has lent its name and resources to the publication, if that is a yes, then you move on to the next category. If the publication can be described as a part of the school curriculum, as in, it was, was it created by the school to impart particular skills to students and is supervised by a faculty member, then you move on to the next question. If the publication, by either school policy or practice, has been created as a public forum or a designated public forum for student expression, where students have been given the authority to make consent decision decisions, if that is a yes, then you are a tinker in the tinker standard. However, if school officials can show that their censorship is based on a reasonable forecast of material and substantial disruption of school activities, if the school can, then censorship is permitted. But if the school can't, then censorship is not permitted. So, what happens? If the answer to the third question, which is, has the publication by either school policy or practice has been created as a public forum, if that's a no, then your school operates under the Hazelwood standard, which is that if school officials can show that they have a valid educational purpose for their censorship and think that censorship is not intended to silence a particular viewpoint that they disagree with or that is unpopular, if they can, then censorship is permitted. If they can't, censorship is not permitted. Now, the first two questions, as in, is it school-run and is it part of the school curriculum, if both of those answers are no, then it, you automatically operate under a tinker standard, and then censorship rules imply. So, like I said before, Walnut operates under a tinker standard. So that means that it is a school-run publication that has the school's name on it, and has been given the title of a public forum or a designated public forum for student expression. Now, how if our school were able to show that the censorship is based on a reasonable forecast of material and disruption, then we could get censored. But that hasn't happened in a while, so I think we're good. Now, most schools, though, operate under the Hazelwood standard, and most publications, student publications in Ohio operate under the Hazelwood standard, but we are an exception because we are walnut and we are better than everybody else. Don't quote me on that because I haven't given you my name. I could be Billy fake person for all you know. So, yeah, but still Walnut's better than everybody else. Go team Walnut. So, the other day, we were walking through the hallway and we heard yelling coming out of the room. 
we opened the door and just started recording because we didn't know what was going to be in there. Like, somebody could have been getting, like, Michael Myers or something. But it was actually our very own Chad Sportsperson and John Critic Man. They were arguing over whether pineapple on pizza is good or bad. Here, you can listen to some of what they had to say. I am telling you that pepperoni on pizza is a federal offense. You said pepperoni no, again. It's pineapple, boy. No, okay, listen, I did my I scientific research, and no. I can tell you, pineapple is good on pizza. Okay, chicken nuggets. Pineapple. I did my. I did not know what any of those scientific wordle thingies meant, but I can tell you that pineapple is good no. on pizza, bro. No, the Hawaiians. I love the Hawaiians, but they ruined it. You seen Inside Out? They did not ruin it, okay, boy. Pineapple no, is good on pizza. No. Everything is good on pizza because no. it is pizza, okay. No. The only no. thing better than pineapple on pizza is some biscuits. No, the only thing better than pineapple on pizza is pizza. You put pineapple on a pizza, it automatically becomes dull whip. You want to eat dull whip? I sure do, and that is why pineapple is good on pizza, okay, little dude. Tomato dull whip. What is wrong with you? You used to be my friend. We were never friends, bro. Oh. I was on... God, you left. Because, uh... I locked myself out. Stupid. Pineapple! Howdy, y'all. This is Chad Sportsperson, and I'm back with sports! Starting off the weekend, Walnut Hills had another win. Having a good end to the fall season here, they beat Anderson for the first time this century, 25-22. Now that's a nail-biter. On Saturday, the girls' cross-country team qualified for regionals at the district meet. The boys did not. Also on Saturday, both the boys and the girls' junior high soccer teams won their end-of-the-season tournaments. In professional sports, the World Series is currently happening. Red Sox against Dodgers. The Red Sox are up two games to zero. They won the first game eight to four, and the second game they won two to four. That's all I have. It's come to the attention of the Shattercast that we are not including enough of, uh, you know, like people and the show. So what I'm going to do is I have the phone set up, and I'm going to take calls. If anyone out there knows this number, which I don't think they do, but if they do, they can call in, and then they can be on the Chattercast. So we just have to wait until... They they don't even know this is happening, because it's not like a radio show where this is all happening live. Like, you know, we could be waiting like five years for somebody to call. Oh, no, we got somebody. Hello, you're on the Chattercast. Oh, is this is this Mandy from last week's current events Jeopardy? Yeah, um, I didn't win last time. I did you call me Mandy? Oh, sorry. We had your name down as Andy, as in like Anne Denonymous, you know, because we didn't care enough to learn your actual name. But I I said Mandy because I I felt like it. Oof. Um. 
Okay, listen. I wanted to win. They didn't let me win. I thought I did a good job. Well, the thing is, Mandy, you did very poorly, okay? You just went out there with no prior review. It, looked, it sounded like you've been sleeping in a, in a rock. Not even under a rock, but in a rock for the past 50 years. And I feel like you just need to watch a little bit of Cartoon Network just to catch up on everything that's happening in the world. Um, so until you're caught up, I mean, this is a news-associated podcast, and we can't really have you on here unless you have some current events. No, I have, I have current events. Um, uh, Paul McCartney is coming to Lexington. Soonish. Well, you're right. He is. Um... But if we say that, it's going to sound like we're sponsored, and we're not, uh, so we can't actually say that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to edit that part out later, uh, unless I don't want to. So what's going to happen is it's going to be like this call never existed. You'll, I'll make sure that you're never on the air for the next 50 years so that you can learn about what happened this year, and then you can come back and talk about it. Is that okay? That makes no sense. Okay, so I'm going to end your call now because you have nothing to say. Okay, well, that first call was a complete failure. Let's try and get uh, somebody on the line who's not, like, hungry and has something actually to say. All right, we got someone else on the line. Hello, you are on the Chattercast. Hello to the Chattercast. This is President Donald Trump. Oh, uh, Mr. Trump, I didn't know you listened to the Chattercast. It is the second greatest podcast of all time, except for mine, you know, The Apprentice Ears Edition. It is the greatest thing ever on Apple Podcasts. Well, that sounds like... To be honest, I've never heard of that. I don't think it actually exists. I think you're just trying to get on the show to make a little bit of you know publicity. I mean, you were in Cincinnati uh, a few days ago, but everyone sort of knew that. And, I mean, you're already president. You have enough publicity as it is. I feel like getting on a student podcast might not be the best idea because that sounds like you're just listening to kids all day, and I'm not sure you really want that. Okay. Listen, I have to listen to Eric talk all the time. And let me tell you, what you're saying is so much worse. Um, are you, are you, what are you, what are you saying? Like, do you support what we're doing? No, I don't. I mean, I might, I don't know. I have to check with the real Donald Trump. You're saying you're not? You're not the real Donald Trump? No, I'm not. I'm just a guy pretending to be Donald Trump. And actually, if you look outside... What do you mean, outside? Oh my god, there's... Wait, Bobby. Bobby, hey, we have, did we have two booths? Yes, we did. No, you didn't tell me we had two booths. Okay, there's some, there's some random guy in the other booth. I'm trying to take calls here. Okay, um... Okay, so what I'm going to do 
uh, other Trump is I'm going to call and see if we can get you ejected from the building because I don't think you're supposed to be here. And I interview if it's Saturday night. This isn't SNL, Mr. Trump. Why am I even calling you that? I know it's not you. I don't even know who you are. I just know you're some guy in the other booth. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to use the phone lines. First, I'm going to cut you off. Okay. And then I'm going to call security and see if we can get you out of the building. Any minute now. Hold on. Hi. Okay. Um, so there's a weird guy in the building. Right. You have you go down. Stairs, yeah, and you turn right, and then left, then right, then right, then right, then right. Right, no left. Yeah. Okay, there should be two booths. There's a creepy, a weird guy in one, and he shouldn't be in the building. What do you, no, hey guys, I said, guys, I said the other booth. Hey, what do you do? Guys, hey, no, other booth, guys. Guys, okay, I am part of this podcast. You cannot physically kick me out of this podcast. This is mine, okay? Yes, but not gossip. Um, just a second. Okay, we're going to be right back. I have to sort this issue out. Um, okay. Oh, I'm coming, guys. This is Tom Cruise, and you're listening to the Chattercast.
This is Darth Vader, and you are listening to The Chattercast. The Chattercast was written and directed by Bobby Keegan and Owen Cummings, edited by Owen Cummings, produced by the Walnut Hills Chatterbox, starring Bobby Keegan as himself, Chad Sportsperson, Broseph Stalin, and Phil Safariman, starring Owen Cummings as himself, John Critic Man, Anonymous, Weird Imposter Trump Guy, Darth Vader, and Tom Cruise. The Chattercast wishes you a happy Halloween and hopes that you will join us next week with special guests Baymax from Big Hero 6 and Bill and Ted from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Chicken nuggets.